welcome to Living Free with RP. In this week's episode, we've got Donna Lang. We've gone international, folks. Donna is all the way in New Zealand. She was awesome to talk to, many years of experience. I think you're all going to love her story and her personality. Without further ado, here is Donna Lang's journey. Well, first of all, I just want to welcome you to uh, to the podcast. Right. Thanks. Thanks for taking your time out. I'm Maurice. So where are you from? Like, well, I know you're from New Zealand, but here, let everyone know like where you're from and, you know, if you have any family, just tell us, a, you know, a little about a little bit about who you are. So I'm Donna and I'm yeah, definitely New Zealand and it's summer here. So it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I live rurally, so I live way out in the Hicks. Um, on a sheep and beef farm, and uh, yeah, I've got heaps of family. I'm really lucky. I've got most of my family really close, just a twenty minute drive, and um, yeah, just a stunning day. And happy to be uh, chatting on the show. Awesome. So, when did you get diagnosed? <laughs> when I was twenty six, I. Uh, was working in a picture theatre as an usher and I all of a sudden couldn't see the stairs to walk up and down or the um, seats. I was having trouble with the night blindness. And I was also at the same time getting glasses from the optometrist for eye strain. And so I diagnosed myself really because my mum had it. It's, It's absolutely right through my family. It's obviously a really dominant gene with us. And um, I've got aunties, uncles, cousins, my sister. It's right through the family. So it was self-diagnosis, but I kind of knew the signs. Yeah. Official diagnosis, I suppose, by an um, uh, ophthalmologist uh, probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So you said, like, so, like, you are a – the family members and stuff had us. So you already kind of knew that this was coming. Yeah. Well, hoped it didn't, wouldn't, but, um, yeah, pretty much knew it was going to be there at some stage. Show its ugly head. <laughs> what exactly, like, so what exactly was, like, your reaction to that diagnosis? Um, uh, not, not a great deal at 27. I suppose you think you're bulletproof then, and because it was, the impact was really minor, I, I didn't, you know, it just sort of didn't change my life much. So it was like, well, it looks like I've got that. And, you know, at 27, you don't look at what life's going to be like at 60. Um, well, I didn't. I suppose there's some that do. But, uh, yeah, so it wasn't a huge life-changing moment for me. It was like, oh, well, there, there, we, are, there we are. There it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about it now? Well, it's certainly been life-changing. Um, and this is going to sound really weird, but in some ways it's it's kind of um, changed my life for the better, having the diagnosis, because there was a lot of years from that 27 to when I was probably around 40 when it started really changing, or 45 when it started really changing my life, that things would happen like I would lose friends uh, because I didn't say hello to them or people would think I was a rude, you know, da-di-da because I didn't wave out to them or, um, you know, I'd, I'd go through some embarrassing moments where I'd fall over you know, for, well, supposedly no reason at all. And 
So when I actually had the formal diagnosis, it was almost like a relief and, um, you know, something to, I was, was something tangible to actually say to people, look, I'm really sorry, but I do have RP and, you know, sometimes this happens. Whereas before that, it was like, um, yeah, people didn't, you know, because it's such an vis- invisible disease, people don't sort of understand it and get it. So in some ways, it's been quite a relief and, and um, opened my world up a bit more because people are more understanding of my silly ways. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, that, that happens a lot. Definitely yeah. people with RP and, and I don't think people understand that. So how much of an impact it can be just missing somebody saying hello or missing a handshake or things like that. Kissing them on the ear instead of on the cheek, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) I'm blessed that I've got this good sense of humor and I think that that's something that all of our family have, thankfully, and that's kind of, you know, really helpful um, tool, strategy, thing, to, you know, that gets you through a bit. I think you have to. I mean, there's only two ways to, I think, look at it. Other be miserable. Yeah. Or just, yeah, make jokes and be, and, and, and to laugh about it. Very much so. Yeah. So uh, in New Zealand, I mean, is RP uh, more common than maybe here in the United States? Or is it about the same? Uh, well, I haven't really sort of looked at the United States, so I can't compare, but uh, certainly there's a lot more than, probably more so that I'm kind of living in the world a bit more um, as I've got older, meeting people. I've got a guide dog, so um, oh, cool. meeting people with guide dogs and um, through the Blind Foundation, I've set up a, a support, a, not a support group, just a get-together group for um, uh, working age people with with uh, sight impairments and sight problems there's okay uh you know we i felt and so did this group that there's not a lot for working age people there's a blind foundation but you go there and it's you know they're all in their 70s and, and they're there because of cataracts and um glaucoma uh, and and you just don't feel it's the right place for you so uh, since I've done that, I have come across a lot of people. Uh, yeah, and I suppose with technology, people are diagnosed younger now. There's a lot more help. Mm-hmm. In my mother's generation, if you had something wrong with you, you hid away. Now we tend to find the tools to manage it and get out there. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have kids? Or, I mean, do you have, yeah. like, you know, kids, yeah. grandkids, or anybody else that down that? Line habit? Yeah, I have two children, a girl and a boy, um, both in their mid-30s, and I've got uh, three uh, grandchildren. One's a step-grandchild. And uh, so to, out of my two children, one, my daughter definitely has it. Um, so okay. diagnosed, but she's got the classic. You know, she's definitely got it. And my son hasn't shown any signs of it, so... That doesn't mean he doesn't have it because, as we know, it can hit at any. You know, it might not show in him until he's fifty or sixty. But um, oh, right. But at the moment, he's showing no signs, and it's not. You know, it's one of our favourite things. Since how's your night blindness? <laughs> how's your night? <laughs> yeah, that's where it, that's where it all begins, as we know. Yeah, and my my <laughs> granddaughter, one of my oldest granddaughter, uh, she was born deaf, and of course, we worried about ushers. Um, which is, mm-hmm. you know, could, could be a possibility, but we're hoping that that's not the case. And at the moment, that seems to be that it is just one of those out of the blue um, deaf issues rather than ushers. So we're hoping that's not the case. Too early. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I've got a friend, I think, that, yeah, she has ushers. She's one of the first persons I really met that, like, had. RP, you know, I was like, I just thought it was awesome to finally meet somebody else in person that yeah. that actually had RP. Yeah, it's rare. I mean, for me in here in the United States, it's that's the little. I think interacting and finding other people with that, you know, our you know my disease, you know, our disease is a little more tougher. Oh, is that right? I mean, I I do have like one person that lives like literally less than a mile from me, and he's a good friend of mine, uh, David, uh, and he has RP, so it's kind of cool to have somebody that close and we share our similar interests. 
Well, we, uh, so, the, our first support group that we had, and I've called it YWAG, and the reason for that is I live in the Wairarapa, um, so mm. hence we just say Y, um, and WAG is working age group, so YWAG, um, and we had our first group, and that was all local, very local people, um, okay. and there was uh, 17 of us, all different oh, wow. levels and different diseases, um, but quite a few with RP. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, what are your interests? Like, what do what do you like to do? Uh, my partner would say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do lots. I, I belly dance, so that's oh wow um, keeps me well. I haven't done it for a little while. I'm starting to get a little too old for it, but um, that's uh, uh, never too old. Years <laughs> um, kept me uh, fit, and I pretend to play the guitar and. <laughs> Um, now that I've discovered audio books, I'm back into enjoying books again. Oh, I love yeah. to study. I'm a, I'm a learnaholic. Um, really love to learn. So do a lot of learning. Um, now that I've got my guide dog, I really want to get in, back into things that I used to really love, like tramping and camping. So I, I'm, you know, my goal is to get back into those a bit more now. So right. yeah, quite a, quite a, a knit. I sew. Um, yeah. How do you feel that the um, how do you feel the RP affects those? Though? How do you what do you, are there things uh, that you have to do differently now to do yeah. the same things? Well, knitting knitting's okay, um, but I do worry that it'll be taken away from me. Um, you know, at some stage. Um, but I do still love that sewing. I having a you know very sharp needle going up and down really fast when you've got RP, uh, and I've sewn all my life, love it. But I do worry a bit about that, so I do tend to just stick to um, mending and, and simple stuff now with that. And same with knitting. I don't don't do anything complicated. I used to do errands and really complicated patterns. I just stick to simple ones now, and I now have to pick colours that I can knit. Um, tramping, well, I didn't tramp for years. I found that really difficult um, and still struggle to try and find a way to do that um, where, not, where I can enjoy it rather than it's been a chore or a labour. Uh, so I still, you know, I'm, that's a work in progress. Uh, belly dancing, my troupe that I danced with the girls were amazing and um, I just finding myself back in the right spot was always a bit difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah, that always definitely. Happened, you know, back, back, back. Or, um, <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, so, but also things like I take radio shows at our community radio uh, stations, so I, those are things that I can – I've found lots of things that I can do um, and I've got a real attitude of, it's not what I can't, it's what I can. And it's mm -hmm. uh, how, you know, let's out, find out how I can do it rather than saying no. Hmm. That's a good attitude. Hmm. What are, um, what exactly, like, is your vision currently, though? Like, what do you, what do you see now? Um, so, I've really, I've got just under five degrees in my left eye, but I've also got oedema, so the... Um, the left eye is it's pretty much blind, bar a little bit, a smidge of vision. Um, and my right eye, I've got around 16 degrees. Um, and there is a small amount of oedema there, so uh, and a bit of a retinal um, a problem with my retina. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, so, um, yeah, pretty, pretty slim, pretty uh, minimal. Mm -hmm. uh, so hence things that I can do. Um, I can still read, but it's extremely tiring, so I don't bother. I try and find other ways, audio, and uh, I dictate a lot of things. Um, okay. Yeah, so when I'm talking to someone, if I'm looking at them, I can see their face, and that's pretty much all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, how is the vision that you have, though, like in terms of how clear or – That's really so. dependent on how I feel, what my – um, you know, if I'm unwell or uh, particularly stressed, then my vision is worse. Um, if I'm feeling really good and uh, in a safe place, my vision, vision, like I'm sitting on a chair now looking out and I can sort of see pretty much my landscape, which is a beautiful lots of hills. Um, but if I was walking around, I can only see, you know, a telescope 
So it does depend on lots of things. Um, to be quite frank, it's just crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's about, sometimes you got to be blunt. Sorry, sometimes you just got to put it right out there. Juice, it's okay juice. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. So uh, uh-huh. yeah, well, it sounds like you got a good attitude about it though. So that helps. Yeah, I, and because this, as my daughter has it, and I hope my grandchildren don't, and my my sister has it, and she's got four daughters, and some of the a couple of them have been diagnosed, and so, and I'm the oldest. My mum's passed away now. She had it. Um, and all my aunties have passed away that had it. I just kind of feel like I have to um, lead by example. And and don't get me wrong, there's days that I want my duvet days and I just want to hide under the duvet and, you know, be feel sorry for myself. But um, I've got young ones under me that family members that – look up to me and I want them to see that you can get on with life. So, uh, as, and it's hard, you know, I do get fatigued trying um, and I think anyone with RP or low vision will understand the fatigue. That mm-hmm. Probably my biggest struggle is the fatigue. But I'm determined so that I can show my grandkids and nieces and nephews and cousins that, you know, you can get on and, and do yeah, do, get on with life. You don't have to hide yourself away. My mum, yes. bless her, <clears throat> she had a breakdown when she was about, oh, how old would she have been, 65? And really that was, she just, you know, her life became so insular. Um, she siloed herself. And, um, and I, you know, so I'm determined not to do that. I loved my mum, but I do what she didn't do. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I think it's important because when the younger kids, if they you know do get RP, it's going to look good to say, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. grandma's fine. You know, grandma yeah, did all these amazing things." And yeah, that's that's the yeah. So they don't worry about it. They're not as right. scared about it as they might normally feel. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think that it, you know because if they do get the diagnosis, it's not going to be an absolute. Um, you know, bombardment. It's going to be. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be like you know. There's. It's not going to be um, dramatic, life changing. You can still get on and have a, a full and happy life. Uh, yeah, like life's not over. You know, it's like oh, geez. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, you know, you don't have to sit at home and hide. Um, you can. No. Uh, you know, I travel. Love to travel. Um. The, the irony is, people say, "Oh my gosh, you travel," <laughs> you, <laughs> um, and I don't know about other RP people, but I find travel quite easy because all of those places are actually set up with for people with disabilities. Uh, okay, you know, it's it's um, walking through town is harder than actually walking in a busy airport. <laughs> now, speaking of that question, is that one of those kind of questions that irritates you to hear people say sometimes, like, "Oh, you do this," like? As if, like, you're, you know, you're, you know, you can't do anything just because you have this. Uh, no, those don't irritate me. I feel quite proud that I am able to say. Um, but what irritates me is the question is, but your eyes look normal, you know? <laughs> it's like you're blind, but your eyes move. And it's like, well, no, they're not, you know, pointing in different directions with white, you know, pupils. You don't look, you don't look blind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, don't look that one gets like me. It. It's like, oh. Or you're looking at me, or or they're looking at you, and they're looking in your eyes, and you know, really intently looking in your eyes, and you're lo- looking at them, going, "I can see you." <laughs> oh, geez, I was. I think I explained that once on I don't one of my episodes, or I, I I was on a train, and that happened to me. Like some guy saw me using a phone, and I had a cane, but yeah. he was assuming I was blind, so he literally just was staring directly into my eyes, thinking I couldn't see him. Yeah, and I'm like the whole time it was just really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I can see yeah. you. <laughs> so that yeah, that's the are... most um, frustrating thing is people's, and, and I, I mean I just tell well they don't know they they honestly don't know and and you know educate them just it, yeah yeah it's no good. my last guest was get good, really but... upset about it and and get really grumpy and and um, you know get a bit sort of what we call over here hoha you know, but angry with them and um, there's no point because they don't know, you know. Yes, there are some rude people, but, uh, and, I, you know, a couple of times 
I remember I've started writing a book about my journey through RP, my journey through life with RP, and um, it's called, I'm going to call it, don't you, do nobody take over this? <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it's um, Does She Take Sugar? And I got it from my girlfriend whose uncle was blind and um, he would go to a coffee shop and they would look at my girlfriend and say, does he take sugar? You know, instead of <laughs> him, whether he took sugar. And yeah, so mum can, had yeah. that coffee shops, people would put the change back in her purse, you know, or um, ask me the questions or treat her like she's stupid. And I used to, I, you know, if people were rude, I used to say things like, well, there you, go, you know, therefore by the grace of God go I and you don't know what's going to happen to you tomorrow, my darling. And, um, you know, God forbid you lose your sight tomorrow. Um, yeah, you know, right. Yeah. That's a good idea, though, because uh, my last guest had that same idea where instead of kind of feeling that these people are rude or anything, take it as a teachable moment yes. and educate them. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And if they, they want to carry offended. on being rude, well, then that's their problem, really. But, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's common for that's us. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. I like that. I thought that was good to hear. He said that. He's like, you know, I don't get mad about it. He's like, I just take it and I, you know, and I, I figure a way to teach them. Or, you know, maybe, you know, that's it. So do you currently, I'm assuming you currently use a cane or you don't use a cane or? Um, I use, well, I use just the dog you have... a guide dog now. So it's a bit like going from um, using a Mori Minor to a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> my cane, I remember. I world up. Um, and my guide dog, Kenzie, has just been the most amazing, amazing thing for me. Yeah. Well, it, prior to getting the dog, I mean, um... I'm a, you were using a cane for a while? Yeah. It, in order to get a dog, you have to be um, fluent in cane use. Um, you have to have used cane for over a year to be put on the list. Um, and that's because if the dogs don't work or they are sick or, you know, they don't want to leave you with nothing. So you've really got to be able to use a cane. Uh, and, and well, very rarely are there times that I wouldn't use here. Um, but, if there's times you you do still need to use a cane, so yeah, I used a cane for a couple of years um, before I uh, put my name down to have a guide dog. My mom despised it. I remember she would never she she hated using the cane. <laughs> she was so happy when she finally got like a guide dog. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree with that. I found the the cane a um, you know although it was a useful useful tool, I felt like it was a an ugly cumbersome. Um, thing whereas everybody loves a guide dog they'll come and they'll start talking to me rather than ignoring me you know i think the cane okay whereas with a guide dog people are much more um friendly and they'll and they'll chat and they'll you know it's she's a she's a um a great conversation starter well the problem though is you come across the same problem my mom always had whereas people always want to pet the guide dog Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my partner's just yelling out the window saying, and I've got a seeing eye human. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is they think, they think because you have the guide dog that you're blind. So they feel that I could probably pet the dog and she's not going to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've been caught I with that. Busy. I actually ended up falling over and I felt really sorry for this dear old lady who I got quite grumpy with. Um, but she came in from the side, so I didn't see her, and she just l lunged out at Kenzie to give her a big pat while she was working. And of course, Kenzie lost um, attention and took me uh, towards a little garden, and I tripped on the curb and fell in. And you know, this old woman was mortified, and I I was a bit grumpy with her, but I felt quite rightly so. But um, that was quite early on in the piece. Uh, well, people don't really people don't understand. <laughs> People don't understand that these dogs are, uh, they're doing a job. They're, Absolutely. They're working. They're just, yeah. and, if you, yeah. and of course, the dog wants to be petted and, yeah. and all that stuff, but that's dangerous. I mean, yeah. it's very dangerous for someone like you or any of us who has a guide dog. Yeah. I'm quite well known in the community, which has been an advantage. So when I first got her, before I came back to town with her, I sort of put it out there. There was a news article in the paper and, um, you know, sort of asking people to, um, not come you know to ignore her when they first come to me and 
So people were really good. Um, so basically I took it upon myself to teach the community, you know, how to treat um, Kinsey and I, um, and, you know, like exactly like you're saying, the teachable moments. Uh, and because I'm quite well known, I had the luxury of being able to do that. I think if you're not so well known, it's probably more difficult. You know, I can say things in mass <laughs> rather than, than uh, one or two people at a time. Where'd you um now who provides guide dogs out there uh, in uh, New Zealand? Uh, the blind dog. Well, they've just changed their name, so they're now called the Blind and Low Vision Foundation, uh, and okay. in Auckland, which is uh, right at the top of the North Island of New Zealand. I don't know if you know it at all, but yeah. Are they the only? Uh, are there other are they, places available that provide guide? They're dogs? the only ones here. Oh, okay. Um, mobility dogs coming in now and um, service dogs, you know, um, emotional support dogs, et cetera. We're getting a lot more of those in the community now. Uh, what kind of breed of dog do you have? I've got a Labrador. I wanted a German Shepherd because I love Shepherds, but um, I've got a Lab and she's just a honey. Absolutely nice. adorable. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, my mom has a German Shepherd, yeah. Ah, oh, see, so. that's, yeah, because I've had Shepherds before I lost my sight, and I love the breed. But, uh, and they oh, do do God. German Shepherds here, but my job is I'm a social worker, so I sit a lot um, and have okay. quite long meetings and things. And German Shepherds are wonderful, but they'll soon tell you when they've had enough and they're bored. Um, whereas a lab <laughs> sit and lay for hours. So, hence why I got a lab, not a Shepherd. <laughs> oh yeah i remember we had uh my mom went through it one time she went through a different company because normally she goes through fidelco um i think she went through uh, something like freedom dog or something a freedom uh, i forgot what it's called but she got yeah she ended up getting a lab and he would have been an awesome like just pet he was a terrible guide dog because he yeah. was just so laid back <laughs> his name is fred Fred was like the perfect, it was a perfect name for him because he was just like, I mean, he was just, just lay there and do nothing. He didn't care about like anything. Like, yeah. like he, if we had a little Bijan that was like, you know, felt like he was like the boss and Fred just didn't care. So yeah. it, it worked perfect. It worked perfectly, but yeah, uh, that, yeah he I was just terrible. It, it just didn't work. Um, you know, Labradors can be a um, sort of, lackadaisical and, and Kenzie, although she hates getting her harness on, she she loves to work when she's actually working, but she does, if you say, come on, it's work, she she doesn't want to go. She can't, <laughs> you know, blob. But um, but once she's actually got the harness on, she's, she she does enjoy the actual work. <laughs> Just get the right, right. challenge. <laughs> I'm used to, like, you know, my mom having all these different shepherds, and, like, once the harness comes out, you know, they're they're freaking out. Yeah. They're like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. you can't but I mean, of course once you get them in the harness they're ready to roll but like before they, they lose their mind like, Fred's just like do 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 yeah my mom's like I love this dog I wish I really do wish we could I we we still talk about it we say we wish he we wish you could could have kept him like as just a uh, just a pet because he would yeah. would have been awesome have you got a dog no do you want a dog or a I do I also say I need to uh I mean I taught myself pretty much like how to use a cane but i need to go through we have out here called um we have services for the blind yeah so i need to sign up for them and then get mobility training and like you said once they get my mobility training i can then apply for fidelco and work on getting a guide dog yeah i'd like to get one because even though i have usable enough vision right now i, I feel like well one of two things you said like Saying, you know, like, I feel like the cane is a, hey, look, here's the blind guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas the dog is more, oh, cool. You know, like, it, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a totally different, Absolutely. you know. They thing. get treated quite I, differently. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. So I think, I think I would get out more yeah. if I had a dog. Yeah. So yeah. Because like my sight was, I had quite good, well, reasonably usable sight when I first got Kenzie. And I was worried that, you know, I felt like a bit of a, a fraud. Um, but, <laughs> and, but my right. sight has deteriorated. But um, what I did when I did my training, so it was I closed my eyes a lot. And I just, um, you know, because I didn't want to set myself up for failure by, by 
giving her bad signals, so I made sure I shut my eyes when I walked. So I was walking down the main city um, streets okay. with my eyes shut, being guided, which is quite, oh, wow. um, it's, it's a bit threatening, but I didn't want to set myself up for failure. But the foundation told me that uh, sometimes it's actually better to get the guide dog while you've got a little bit of vision and, you know, and start working together. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I found that quite good. Well, it's interesting because my mom, when she got hers, like my mom actually is an obedience trainer. Right. So she's, they would actually give my mom the more difficult dog. Yeah. Because at that time, she was around 40. And she, I think she got her first guide dog. And yeah, they would give her the more difficult dogs because she had that background. Yeah. And, and she still had usable vision. So she would do the same thing, like where she would correct, you know, you know, Vander if, um, you know, on things because, but just naturally, she really shouldn't because you're supposed, yeah, kind of, you're supposed to be, let them guide you. Yeah, that would be hard. I, yeah, Uh, I found it hard just doing my natural dog things because I've had four German Shepherds in my, through my life. Um, and you know, the foundation was telling me off a bit for, no, don't do that. Cause that's, you know, you do that with a normal dog on a leash, not a guide dog. <laughs> the training's quite different. Yeah. So that would be hard if you were an obedience trainer and because training is quite specific. Yeah. That's in your mind. It's in your, I mean, it helped, like I said, cause like you said, she would get the dogs that yeah. they probably wouldn't give to a novice. They wouldn't give to somebody just, you know, getting into it. Like, yeah. so, cause she, they knew my mom was, you know, she can handle it. Yeah. And she'd get them in work in order and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, but yeah, uh, it's different now. I think my mom says she's, I think she's contemplating like this is it. Like the guide dog she has now, I think, I don't think she wants to go through getting another one. Cause she, just, I think she feels she might be too old or yeah. Think, yeah. Cause she's like, and my mom's like, she's almost, I think she's 65 now. I yeah. Think, or right. Around there. So, yeah. She's thinking young, like mm. a young German shepherd on a harness pulling her around it. Yeah, she's yeah, she's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know if I want to do it again. She's like, I think she's like, I think this is it. I think this yeah. uh, I think Nelly is my that's who she has now, Nelly. And she's like, I think Nelly's gonna be pretty much, you know. Yeah. Pretty much it for me. My retirement dog. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So in New Zealand, do we have um I mean you you can see my logo for the show, right? Yeah. And you and, and you get the reference, right? Yes. Oh no, how, I, I, I don't know if I have looked at it. Tell me what it is. It's a my logo is a wet floor sign. Oh right, yes, I do. Yes, I thought it was very good. <laughs> yes. So I I'm assuming you, yes. you you've you've encountered them. <laughs> oh well and truly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so the so the question I always like to ask people on the show is, uh, who wins in a fight? You are the wet floor sign. Ah, <laughs> oh, good question. <laughs> um Oh, that's so. Oh, well, now that I've got my guide dog, I guess you know oh, I win. Well. Yeah, Kenzie wins because yeah. she gets to to do some uh, <laughs> maneuvers that keep her brain active. <laughs> or do you find yourself when like going into stores, like instantly being like, "All right, they're going to be out. I got to be ready." Well, I don't need to with Kenzie because she'll tell me. Right, she'll tell you. Yeah. How about prior? Oh, what about prior? Did. Yeah, because with a cane, you can still miss so much. Yeah, right. You know, you can sort of scoop to the left when it's actually on the right and miss it completely, and then it's under your feet before you know it. And, you know, even with a guide dog, you're still going to fall over things occasionally, and, and you do as a full-sighted person, you know. <laughs> so, um, no, definitely Kenzie loves those sorts of things because they give her, um, you know, keep her brain active. Oh, going. Yeah, so she wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But those, so those, if you could... those sort of things at your feet, well, I mean, your world is, and I think any person with vision problems will relate to this, you are, you always are bruised. You know, you've, you've got bruises somewhere all the time, whether it's on the back of your hands, my arms, my um, thighs, you know, because you're just always <laughs> bumping into things, even if you know oh, yeah. really well that they're there. Door handles and you know, door frames are my best friends, sort yeah. of thing. So, and falling, falling is gosh, it's awful, awful. I don't, unless you have actually had a good fall, you don't really understand why little kids cry 
Oh, right. Yeah. It's an awful feeling falling, you know, and, and, oh, yeah. and bind I, and falling because you, you, you can't even um, put your hands out to grab something that you can see to help you stop falling. No. You, yeah. And it's scary because then you don't know how far. Yeah. That fall is. That's right. And what's yeah, the yeah. other end of it? No. Mm. So. Because one time I. Sorry, Kara. Oh, oh, I was just going to go out onto that thing that I remember when I was still driving and stuff, but I had just the, you know, the night blindness and stuff like that. I had gotten into uh, a fight with a, you know, a girlfriend and, and I stormed off. Yeah. And I went to go across this bridge and I guess I did not realize I was like, on I was way too close to like the edge of the bridge. Yeah. So I fell backwards. Wow. Which was and it was a good like I fell for a good like five feet. Oh heck. And it was and, and I had a moment where I was like, oh my god, like am I, is this it? Yeah. Like you know, like am, is this when I die? Like and like I I fall over a bridge and I fall into those waters. I didn't because I didn't know how far I was. Yeah. On this bridge, but luckily it it was just a you know a short fall. But yeah, it's yeah. very scary when you got nothing. You have no, you don't know what to grab no onto. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we understand. And I think anyone with sight problems that's had a good fall will get that. It's a really frightening thing. Yeah. Mm. So uh, here's another good popular question I like to ask is if you could get your vision back, mm-hmm. what, would, what would be one of like the first things that you would do? Go for a road trip with loud music and the windows open in my car. I love that. That's always like the same kind of common, you know, common answer. It's always, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just blast away and just go on yeah. some long road trip. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's too People don't realize like that's something we all take for granted. I mean, I, I didn't know I quit driving in 2015. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, that's something definitely. Yeah. That's, you, you don't realize I, you miss. I do miss, you know, having your own, your own music around to sing really loud without anybody <laughs> else and the windows open and just driving. Yeah. That's, I don't, that's it. the driving per se and, and isn't such an issue, but certainly miss that. Now here's a, a something I'm still trying to like, I just started asking is I, I kind of want to get an idea if it's just me or other people experience it. But I find in my dreams, I'm always been fully sighted in my dreams. But recently, I've been having dreams where I'm aware I'm visually impaired in the dream. Oh, interesting. Has that happened to you? Um, I certainly think I'm fully sighted in my dreams. Um, gosh, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to think about them now. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure it has something to do with like I do dwell on it sometimes. So I think maybe when you dwell on it a little bit, yeah, I think comes out into your you know your dreams and stuff but yeah i always have i used to look forward to my dreams because i always felt yeah that's the where i yeah, okay, sighted, this, yeah. no good. i'm definitely fully sighted but uh yeah i'll keep i'm not sure if i don't think i've had anywhere i'm not sighted okay hmm. Interesting. good question <laughs> ah i i just thought about because i guess it was recently happening just like other people also experience it. Yeah. We all look for I'm sure we all look forward to our dreams. Like you said, we're, we're, we're normal. Yeah. At the moment, we're back, we're, we're doing our thing. Whatever, you know, we want. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you say, uh, here's another one. Are you, uh, do you, are you aware that your brain is tricking you? Oh, yeah. Very much so. Well, my eyes trick me, yeah. Um, and that's actually this last year I've really noticed that. Um, things like uh, I'll be holding my mobile phone in my hand and it'll look concaved. Um, yeah. And it's like, huh? <laughs> 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 um, what else? Uh, things that I think are really close to me are a long way away or, and vice versa. Um, okay. Things that are missing and my brain will put them there so right yeah so we think we see more than we yes yeah yes do you ever look back do you look back on moments now and go oh wait a second that's what happened (laughs) yes very much so (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I think, I, but also I've got some retinal problems with edema and because it's the retina that does those sort of more wiggly line, concave things. And, um, okay. But absolutely. I remember like, yeah, you know, like you're just driving and all of a sudden there's somebody there and you're like, oh, I didn't, whoa. But you don't think at the moment that that's what it was, like that. <laughs> It was you just really didn't see them. It was your vision, but you just like, oh, maybe you know, it was just an accident or something. It's like, yeah. but now you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, Very my brain just probably filled in that spot, but actually, there's no vision there. <laughs> it's a, our brains are amazing things, eh? And sight, you know, sight is an amazing thing too. I think that's incredible to think about that a brain is taking, saying, okay, well, I have, I got point A, I don't have point B. But I've got point C. I'm going to take what I have from A and C and make B. Yes. Yeah. And let's hope Instead of just being black, it's going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make what I think is there. <laughs> That's incredible. I suppose it's a lot like, um, you know, if you have a child that you let be a child and they learn their, they learn their body, you know, what they can and can't do compared to a child that you kind of helicopter over and they don't learn how to use their body. It's the same with your brains. If you sit at home and um, mm. don't give your your brain experiences, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, then you're going to have less. That B that they're trying to, it's trying to fill in is going to be not quite the right B because they right. haven't got the experiences. So, you know, I suppose, yeah. Here's a psychologist and me talking now because I've got to be the <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, you you need to fill your your life with um, experiences so that that be that your brain is trying to um, create will be um, as real as possible to keep you safe. <laughs> right. Were you now? Did you stop driving on your own, yeah. or was that decision kind of made for you? Uh, I, I stopped driving on my own when I walked out of the house and walked into a quad bike without even seeing oh. it. And I thought, if I can't see a quad bike right in front of me, <laughs> I should not <laughs> be driving. Uh, so I, <laughs> I took myself off the road. Um, I've still actually got a legal driver's license because I've never even sent it in. Uh, I haven't driven for uh, must be about five years now, I think. Um, Oh wow! Okay, you 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 go for a while. Yeah, well, yes, because I live rurally, I'm twenty minutes out, and I worked in town. I did force the issue longer than I should have. Um, okay. You know, I, I didn't do night driving for a long time, and then and then I would only go to and from work. Um, so I did push it longer than I should have, and I don't recommend that. Um, because I was scared all the way through uh, and if I'd done something that would hurt someone I would never have forgiven myself but um, I was in a difficult Probably, position yeah. living so rurally uh, on how I was going to manage that uh, yeah because well because RP is all about routines see we were doing when we even when we drive it's all about routines so we're yeah. able to follow the roads and follow this stuff because it's all routine it doesn't mean we see everything that we're doing we're, we just right. assume because it's yeah. all we you get in yeah. the car we know it's a left turn we go straight down no there's a stop sign right there we it's all memorization but once you throw a wrench into that now yeah, a, and you can't react out. to that yeah yeah absolutely and i would feel worse about hitting somebody than if something happened to me i was less worried about me so i don't know yeah, how you so, feel but i was yeah, 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 oh, definitely i thought gosh if i hit you know a child or an elderly person or I just couldn't forgive myself, so um, so I took myself yeah, off. Yeah, um, that's good. Suppose, um, my really, when I did take myself off the road, my RP. I mean, I might be fooling myself a bit, I suppose, but um, it was well, certainly not as bad as it is now. Um, progression was quite slow then, um, so I just kept rationalising it, justifying it, as you okay. do, as you, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I look back now, you know, now that they've been disabled, like officially more disabled, uh, stop driving and all that stuff and not working anymore. But I look back and I'm like, my vision was probably just as bad as it is now. Yeah. I just didn't 
realize it because I was in such a routine of everything, you know, as long as I knew, I knew exactly if I was pulling into the parking lot at night for work, it was like, no, it was like morning and it was really still dark out. I knew exactly the angle my car had to be where my spot was. So I would always know, even if I couldn't see the number on the parking lot on the, on the ground, I could tell that my car was at the correct angle that I was in my spot. It was just all routine. Isn't so, it? Interesting? I've never looked it. that way, to be honest. And that's actually, I, you know, you've kind of given me a, a light bulb moment there. It's like, wow, yeah, that's really right. And I wonder if that's the same when, you know, how you can um, feel like you've, you know, some days I think, yeah, I'm not blind. God, I can see really well. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day in a different situation, it's like, holy moly, <laughs> where's my skin? <laughs> I'm going to put the harness on the dog very quickly. Um, you know, and, and that's if if I'm in a situation that I feel safe and, and the routine and structure is all there. Yeah, that, I, that's a yeah. really you put that in a really good way. Thank you. Thank you. Because I was thinking like you, I mean, I could probably, I'm like, man, I could probably go back to work. Like I was probably, my vision probably wasn't, it was probably bad anyway. And I was still doing my job and I was still, I mean, yeah, periodically I would walk into somebody in the office. Yeah. uh, Like you said, miss handshakes or miss uh, people waving to me. Yeah. Stuff like that. But I'm like, my vision was probably not that far off than what it is right now. Yeah. So but it's just routine. I knew exactly where everything was. I knew where my computer was, my cubicle. I knew, you know. But once you put something on the floor, yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, all right, that stuff. It's like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's why I had to leave work. That's why I, I was like, this is gonna get dangerous. Like yeah. someone, you know, people aren't gonna remember that. Oh well, we gotta make sure we keep the walkways clear because, you know, you know, Mike's visually impaired. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's, I always think about that all the time. And I'm like, oh, what if I didn't leave work? What if I stayed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would I still be working now? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can't look back. No, you can't, unfortunately. You got to, yeah. yeah. It, I think sometimes it, it, sometimes it's good because it helps you see how far you've come by looking back. Yeah. But you also need to, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah, look it forward. You know? yeah. Even though it's tough for us to do that. <laughs> yeah, pardon the pun. <laughs> Yeah, pardon the fun. <laughs> yeah. Now, what about um, like, what about as or I know we talked about interests and stuff before, but I mean, are things like do you like to go out like other? You know, I'm I'm sure they're called. I don't know if they're called pubs or whatever they're called out yeah. in uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Do you yeah. enjoy going out like night night? Uh, you know, adventures. Yeah, I, I um, I do. I get tired quickly now. Um, mm-hmm. So I struggle with that. You know, I used to be sort of three o'clock in the morning, go home person, but you know, you don't you don't really appreciate how tiring it is just monitoring where you are all the time and what's around you and who's talking to you and um, you know, is it a step? And how do I get to the toilet? And you know that. So I get tired really quickly now. So I I don't like it for that. <laughs> um, but it's more work. <laughs> it's a lot of work, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, that, that's probably the one thing I struggle with the most is any time I go to do something, even even like when I travel, I go, I've got a son in Australia, and if, if I go over there, you know, I'm I'm absolutely just whacked the next day for, you know, I'm just ridiculously tired. Um, I, I do struggle with that. Um, I don't know whether that'd get better because – I'm having, as you've probably the same, my uh, sight deteriorates in sort of blocks. <laughs> you know, you'll have a really good period when things are settled, and then all of a sudden you'll have a bad period when you know it's deteriorating, um, where the things are harder then. And that's probably the one thing I struggle with the most at the moment is the fatigue and tiredness. Oh, okay. That's why I think it's like, it's tough with uh, RP to really um, – like if you're blind – you that's it like you get your training you're, and you're adjusted to it i feel like with rp we're we have to adjust to it almost every day do absolutely and you you know you your eyes one day you're really good one day you're really crap and uh, yeah that can be quite hard and one day yeah, you so you can. and the next day you can't <laughs> yeah like you know like i said what well, door frame you didn't a door frame that you never hit before now you're walking into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like, 
this wasn't I saw it. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there, there's a cone yeah. there. Right? Yeah. That's a good point, actually. You do have to adjust every day to it. Uh, yeah. So do you? Like you can't just you lock that struggle in. with fatigue. Do you, is it something that you find? I never thought you know until you said that. Really, never. I didn't think about it. Like if I mean, I'm also very, I'm a very active person. I'm mm. very, you know, I try to stay really fit. So I don't know if maybe that, that helps. Yeah. With, yeah not being fatigued but i do find at night yeah i do find by the end of the day i feel that i'm more tired than i should be yeah maybe for sometimes the activity so may i i never thought that maybe that's a, yeah. probably a reason why well yeah, our uh, brain, that's good brain's our biggest energy um you know it takes the biggest um lot of energy in our body so you, you're using your brain to move all day yeah no, I never thought about that. That's actually cool that yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, probably. That, that's, that has good to be. Good question to ask. You know. <laughs> it's a good question yeah. to ask your next interviewee. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, hey, you get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that you're more tired than normal? <laughs> well, probably, No, what about balance? Yeah. What about balance, though? I've Do you have balance issues change. at all? Quite a change. Um, where I've um, left my job in July, so um, I've had six months of total change, and I think that that's, um, yeah, you've just got to readjust to everything. Well, and well, there is no readjusting because you can't even calibrate because everything changes every no, day. No, everything keeps changing. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least when you're blind or sighted. When you're, if you're fully yeah. sighted, you're fully sighted, and, that's it, and there you go. If you're, if you're blind, it's like, boom, you, 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 it's it. Like, it's all dark. You know, yeah. there's no, you know, you yeah. train, and that's it, you know. Us, it's like, okay, well, one day we're good. Okay, well, we get used to that. And then the next day, oh, what happened? <laughs> like, oh, we're just good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the constant uh, readjustment that's really sucks. Can be, yeah. Oh, but it's pretty awesome. I, I love to, this is like uh, an eye opening experience as usual. And that's the reason why I like to do this podcast is that. Talking to different people and, and learning their perspective. Yeah, it's great. On, you know, yeah. RP. I will, now, and at the same time, now that I've found oh. you, I will be following your podcasts. <laughs> Good. That's the idea. We all got, because like I said, somebody else could have something, other could be struggling the same thing, you know, same, you know, I think you're struggling. Maybe some, some interest that, you know, you do the same thing and maybe they have a way of doing it that you haven't thought of. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's great we all share our stories and, you know, and then say, oh, man, I heard that lady and I want to be friends with her. I'm looking for people who are maybe, you know, yeah, their age, you know, and they don't, there's not enough in the area. Cause I know my mom struggles with that, you know. She's, yeah. She wants a pen pal or somebody who has RP where they can talk, you know. Yeah. It's just not, just not common over here, you know. Oh, she can, she's more than welcome to connect with me. <laughs> there you go. Set up a chat, a chat page. That'd be awesome. Working age. Then she wants to hang out. She wants to hang out with someone. She's like you. She does have like um, uh, like a group, like a like a therapy group that she's part of. Yeah, yeah. same idea where people are. Yeah. You know, they have visual issues or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, she's looking for like, she wants to hang out with somebody. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, well, I don't know how. how how easy that is, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must be difficult yeah. with such a wide population in such a place. I mean, we're quite lucky in New Zealand that we're a small population. So, um, well, and I, you know, we're quite connected in New Zealand. Right. Oh, before I let you go, though, I want to actually, I forget, now I'm just remembering what I wanted to ask you. Because now that you mentioned how now you're, you left your job. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like I felt like when I was working, it was like, I'm doing something. I am part of this. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home dad. This is, I mean, is I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm, I don't know. This doesn't feel as good to me. Like, I, I understand that something is awesome. I, I get to spend more time with my son or, but I don't want to clean the house all day. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do, I wanted to be doing stuff like this. Now that I'm doing this, makes this makes me feel a little like I'm fulfilling something. I'm doing something. Yeah. But how do you feel like having been at home and having all this change? Um... I have, um, well, some days I've really struggled and some days it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, so probably mostly, so I've tried applying for, every time I looked for jobs, they, you know, you had to drive or um, 
do home visits and I, I, I can't put myself in the position of going into homes anymore. Um, so in the end, I decided rather than get, you know, again, it was like, what can I do, not what, what I can't. So I've set up my own business, um, which is certainly slow, but I have had to really fight the um, low confidence thing. I've really had to sort of, you know, be tough on my on my self thoughts and say, no, you know, you cannot think, you know, God, you know, if I, if I was sighted, I'd just be able to get that job or, you know. Uh, yeah, right. Just go. Yep. Just get in the car. I can those just go. thoughts, yeah, constantly, um, and every day, sort of brush myself off and say, "Right, it's a new day. Let's move on." Um, I've, I've struggled with it. Yeah, to be honest, it's been it's been more of a struggle than I expected. <laughs> well, it's tough because you're trying to find something that you know makes you feel like you're giving back or makes a you know like you're you're part of something, and it's like yeah. you know because. I don't know. Nothing. I mean, I think stay. I think being a stay-at-home parent is by far harder than anything I've done. It is one of the hardest uh, jobs like work. Yes, and it's the most valuable job in the planet. But we are social beings, and we need to be out and, um, you know, connected as well. So, um, yeah. So you know, you, I'm sure you get this question, or not a question, but this like people probably say, "Oh, it must be so great having all this time now." Like, oh, you got all this time to do things. It's like, that's not always a good thing. Yeah. No, Sometimes I sit like, here and be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, so I don't get bored and I always keep myself busy. So if that's I've good. got a gap, I'll fill it. And if I can't fill it, I'll sleep. <laughs> um, I probably sleep too much and that's the fatigue at the moment. But, you know, actually, it's funny. It's been really nice talking to you because it's kind of put a lot of things in perspective for me about, you know, where I've been and – um. You know, you do that sort of New Year um, reflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's been great sort of putting it all together with you. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. I mean, that's, that's what I enjoy about this. And that's why I do the same thing. I like to look back every year and you just see, yeah, take a moment to look. Like I said, it's not bad. It's not wrong to look back sometimes and being like, wow, I was yeah. fortunate enough to other like you worked, you worked how many more years than most people probably? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so yeah. that's something to look. That's something to look back yeah. on and say, well, maybe I pushed it too much, but you know what? I I interacted with so many more people at my job than I would have if I, you know, they left earlier, decided to, you know, yeah. hang it up. So you got a lot more life experiences. You got to than some people. And I try to look at the positive of that. Yeah, that. yeah. I think you have some to people get it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Look for the uh, gems in life, and they may be quite little. <laughs> and quite hard to find, but they are the um, yeah, positive attitude. I, 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 I've heard, you know, and you, and you do have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes, you know, if you're not feeling, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's a good one. I like wipe that. a smile onto your dial and fake it till you make it. And people will treat you differently if you are smiling um, than if you're going around, you know, why was me stuff. Um, but having, gosh, here's the social worker talking to me now. But you know, you you know, if you do need help, you need help, and there's nothing wrong with that as well. Um, but I find it's tough to like if I'm out so, like to be to be social when I'm out. Like say if I'm just mow, trying to mow my lawn or something, and people don't realize I'm visually impaired when I'm outside. I'm not wearing a shirt, so I feel kind of yeah self conscious. You know, to yeah. like I'm like, are these people looking for me to wave hi to them, or my are my neighbors out and yeah. they want to say hi? Or I'm not trying to be antisocial. It's just I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, really interacted with them because they don't know i have to be like oh sorry i'm visually impaired you know i, I didn't see you or i don't do, I, I don't know it's just i find it's a little more awkward to yeah be, i totally you know, totally so. agree yeah yeah but we don't have to explain ourselves yeah like why is that guy looking weird outside like why does he look like he's drunk it's like i'm not drunk i just yeah, yeah. i'm just a little disoriented because i don't know where i'm looking right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure out exactly where the hell I am right now. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the luxuries of getting older is um, you don't worry so much about what people are thinking of you. <laughs> I think, that's yeah, that's definitely you know, true. As we're young, we that's do a lot of that. And when you get older, you think, oh, I actually don't care what they think. <laughs> I discovered I, I discovered that a lot. At, uh, I don't know if you guys, we have um, the YMCA. That's where I go to, like, work yep. out and stuff like that. Yep. And, um I find that in the locker room, a lot of the older guys, they don't care when they get out of the shower. They just get out and they're just, they're dead, no shame. Yep. It's nothing. It's just like, and they'll talk to you. And I'm yep. like, 
this is the one time I'm happy that I'm visually impaired because I can't, I, as long as I look straight, I'm not seeing anything I don't want to see. So, but yeah, yeah they don't care. Yeah, no, so they'll no, just no. take their sweet time so, getting dressed. And When you uh, get older, you do sort of worry less about what other people are thinking of. You know, that's a normal, that's just normal um, stuff. Yeah. Uh, just out of interest okay. with the working out, because I used to do bodybuilding and I stopped doing it. Um, oh, wow. I awesome. found the gym really dangerous. So how do you manage it's, that? That's it's difficult. Got tips on that? Um, for me, I think well, now with my vision where it is now, what I'll do is, uh, like I was really apprehensive about going into these weight rooms that they yeah. have there for a long time. Yeah. So what I did finally was I built up the courage to go in when there wasn't anybody there, and I took pictures because uh-huh. I see better in my smartphone. So I took pictures of the whole layout. Yeah. And then I studied them so that. I knew where all the machines were, and I knew the path to walk. Oh, so once I knew that, I felt a little more confident about walking in first. Yeah, you know, and then starting doing my workout, and then once I I figured from there, I could build like a routine, and I would know where machines were, and that's it. Just kind of like when you work out, you know, when you go when you're walking around at home, you know, you feel safe because you know the layout. Yeah. So as long as I can do that elsewhere, you know, it's the same you know oh, i just have to know where the machine is a brilliant idea you see better i'm sure i don't know i'm sure you probably see better on a smartphone i'm or i mean i find anyway oh, yeah, i see yeah. I use smaller screen i see it's almost glued to my hand you know i take photos yeah, so if you ever get a chance just take photos and just study them absolutely yeah there you yeah, go yeah, yeah totally well that's great I like that I, for that <laughs> you're welcome i know that's this i said that it's I think it goes both ways for this podcast. I want to share yeah. what I've learned since being, you know, diagnosed. And I also want to learn other ways of doing things that I haven't even thought of from other people. Yeah. And it's those little tips. So it's those little tips in life that really help you with your day to day life so that it's not so stressful and not so hard. You know, just little right. tips. And that's, I must admit, that's when the Blind Foundation, when I, you know, finally, um, became legally blind and they stepped in and they were amazing and just silly I say silly but just little tips <laughs> make such a huge difference in your life yep yeah I love, and now I love now I love going to the weight room now there and I would never before use it before but now that yeah no, took, I'm, I'm definitely going to take that on but I'm definitely going to do that because I I stopped and then I thought oh no I'll go back and I did and I smacked into a um into a barbell and got a black okay. fly and and so I'm one of these and I tend so after that it was like nah never again but you know I miss it I love I love weight and you and you know what bring your cane with you or there's nothing wrong with bringing your cane in those situations you know yeah so you can at least avoid you know yeah the bar sticking out I usually I'll just use my hands yeah I keep them out in front of me if I just know something's coming you know just to make sure I'm not gonna walk in yeah a barbell or something yeah, yeah. A bar sticking out that's or, what I did yeah. Yeah, there's certain things are, you know, like I said, you're going to trip on something. It's yeah. it's, it's going to happen, but at least, you know, there's no reason That's to not great do it. great idea. Though. Never thought of taking a photo and getting, um, you know, putting it in your head where where things are or going when it's really quiet and sort of working out where the pathways are. Like I said, that's a, I find that's what RP is. Just It's it's just routine. You know? Yeah. So now you know. Once you can look at that and say, all right, this is what's in the, this is all the machines in the room. Yeah. Here's where I can walk. And yeah, and, and then just build that in your mind. And now you walk in and then, yeah, maybe you might bump into a few things here and there when you first start doing it. Yeah. But once you're good, you're good. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you, I'm glad that, I'm glad I can help. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, I hope you have, uh, I forget, was it morning now still there? It's nine o'clock in the morning or half past nine now, and it's a <laughs> stunning day, just beautiful. This is this is still a weird experience for me because, like I said, it's like it's four or five p.m. here, <laughs> Saturday. So it's weird to be like, okay, you're 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 beginning your day. Yeah, nine o'clock Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Well, are you I hope in you winter uh, or are you in summer? What are you in? Oh, we and we're in winter. Winter. Oh yeah. I'll enjoy the cold. I'll think oh, yeah. when I get <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sitting out enjoy the with my gin and tonic at three o'clock this afternoon. I'll I'll think of you. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll be having a beer in the cold in my house. <laughs> Hot toddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, geez. All right, well, thank you very much oh, for being on. Yeah, thank you for um, inviting me on. I've enjoyed it. You're very welcome. It's awesome. Okay. Enjoy your day. You too. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of Living Free with RP. See you next week. Get up off the wall. I've never met a child.